our topic today is spotlighting another thing that happens within our community, which is something that we do from time to time. Uh, and if you are intrigued by what we talk about today, you can absolutely join in on it because it is something that is happening throughout the year uh, here at Brownland Church. We'll give you a chance to get on the contact list before we're done this morning. And the thing that I am talking about is what is called Emmanuel Prayer. Uh, probably, I think over the last four or five years, we've visited this I don't know, maybe maybe once or twice a year, we'll talk about Emmanuel Prayer. So you, maybe you've heard us talk about this before. It is something that a number of people in our church really get a lot out of. It's a it's a very specific approach to prayer, which we'll tell you more about. And, uh, and so that's why we talk about it, because it's something that you might find uh, super useful for your life. And so we want to lean into that and, and, uh, and talk about that. If uh, it is a particularly good uh, Advent theme, as we often use the Emmanuel name uh, during this season of the church calendar year. Uh, Emmanuel, which is sometimes spelled with an E or sometimes spelled with an, uh, an I, means uh, God with us. And so this prayer practice is built on that, that name for God, the idea that God is in every moment, always, already, in every moment that is to come, in every moment that has been with us. Uh, and so the the work of life, the work of prayer, the work of contemplation, of slowing ourselves down, whatever it is, all of that work is becoming aware of and awakened to the fact that God is with us always, already, in, has always has been, um, and becoming awake to that with all of our perceptions. Uh, so that can, that's the thing that can bring us healing. That's the thing that can bring us comfort, guidance. Uh, uh, relief, um, movement forward and the growth that we want, resources for the for maintaining when it, things feel hard. What uh, happens is when we become uh, aware of God being with us, uh, we experience those things. We feel more alive. And then, you know, also not just for ourselves, but for the sake of the world, we can take our part in what God is doing when we feel truly that God is with us and we're not pretending that God is with us because we think that's what will be rewarded when we talk about these things among other people who pray. Uh, Emmanuel prayer, as you'll see, is all about don't lie, don't pretend. If you don't feel God, that's okay. We can work with that. You you will feel God eventually if we stick with this. Uh, so uh, the uniqueness uh, of, uh, of this approach is how we do that. It's uh, by accessing our memories. Uh, if you saw the, um, the image that we used uh, to preview this week, uh, I chose this image of like uh, ink drops in water, which is, uh, you know, really cool if you ever do that. You just take water and then you drop ink in it. Or if you drop like food coloring in it and it kind of, you know, like makes this beautiful uh, image. Um, but I chose that image because it reminded me of the way the pensieve from Harry Potter is described. Uh, and if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you'll know that uh, the pensieve is, is, uh, is how you access memories in the Harry Potter universe. Uh, so I bring that up just to say like, Emmanuel prayer is sort of like a pensive. <laughs> it's sort of like a real life version of a pensive. We're accessing our memories. Um, so uh, to tell us more about Emmanuel prayer, it's not just going to be me. I get to interview somebody in our church who is awesome. And so I want to introduce everybody or uh, have you say hello to the wonderful Anna Cruz. Hi, Anna. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Oh, great placement of the Christmas tree. You're just on top of it today. That's wonderful. Yes. Uh, for those of you who have not met Anna before, Anna is a third grade teacher in a bilingual classroom in Chicago Public Schools. Uh, she is 
intentional and kind and passionate as a human being. She is a planner, which is why her and I get along so well, because I am also a planner and we connect on that front. Uh, if you are a lover of the Enneagram, uh, Anna is a lover of the Enneagram, so you can be friends with her for that. Uh, and a fun fact about Anna is that she is one of our original Brown Line members. She has been with us since our first ever services in the basement and my and Kezia's old home in Albany Park. So how about that? That's kind of fun. Uh, Anna, I'm so glad you're with us today. And I'm so glad that we get to talk about Emmanuel Prayer, which is something that's important to both of us. Um, maybe I can like dive right in with a, a very broad question. Can you can you tell us about this approach? I mentioned, you know, it has to do with memories. Um, tell us about this approach and what makes it distinct from other kinds of prayer. Yeah, well, thank you again for the opportunity to share about it. It's uh, a prayer approach that is near and dear to my heart, and I've um, grown a lot from it and had some really cool experiences. So I'm excited to have the chance to share this morning and be here with you all. Um, so manual prayer basically is a way of praying where you're interacting with God through your memories. Um, it requires, it's and uses a lot of visualization and kind of slowing down your mind and being aware of whatever is coming into your awareness in, in that prayer session. Um, you're allowing God to meet you in your memories. Um, so basically you start with a positive memory um, and it's an awesome chance. Even, you know, prayer aside, I think any of us can take away from this morning is slowing down to think about positive memories is a really yes. good thing yes. in your life. Um, and so it's a really good opportunity just to slow down and remember an awesome moment you've had. And then adding in the prayer component is it, you know, your, your positive memory could get even better because you're realizing where God was with you in that moment. Um, and it involves your five senses. Um, you're really trying to relive this amazing moment you've had. Um, yeah. Do you have a, do you have an example of one of the moments that you have, uh, visited like a positive memory that you've gone to in Emmanuel prayer? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a lot of really fun ones. Um, well, before I, before I share my specific memory that comes to mind, one of my faves, um, is I just want to acknowledge that this kind of prayer approach, it's a very personal experience. Um, and for me, I've, in, in the manual prayer, I really connected with God is in Jesus. Um, so I probably will be speaking about my interactions with Jesus through manual prayer. Um, but I, you know, I know that we're all having different, we've all come from different experiences and different backgrounds. So if it's more helpful for you to think of God, um, please do so. But I'll probably refer to Jesus and use pronouns he and him as I, as I share my experiences. But um, well, allow me to share one of my favorites, and I think it's very fitting for this winter holiday season. Oh, I know which one you're going to share. I've 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 done a manual prayer with you. But okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah and um, Andy and John and Kim, if you're on, they they were in a group with with me and Vince last year as well. So um, humor me and going back to my favorite positive memory. Um, so basically, the when you're in a positive memory session, the facilitator will lead you to to reflect on a positive memory and kind of gives you space to, to go back there and then encourages you to explain the positive memory out loud. Um, and something I didn't mention is positive memory prayer um, 
is based on brain science, which is really awesome. So maybe we can circle back to that later and talk about a little bit of the brain science. So yeah, yeah, we definitely will. That's a great call. Yeah, keep going yeah. though. I don't want to interrupt your memory. <laughs> <laughs> so travel back in time with me. Uh, Jonathan and I are driving around in his bright red truck. It's the first snowfall of the season in Chicago. And um, if you know me, you know I love snow. I love winter. I'm originally from Minnesota and feel like Chicago makes us wait a little bit longer for the snow. Um, actually, this past weekend, Minnesota got 17 inches and I'm waiting for it here in Chicago. 17 inches. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you want that. Wow. OK, go, I, Anna. Continue. I do want that. But so it's the first snowfall. I've been waiting so long. I've been so excited. So Jonathan and I are driving around this beautiful neighborhood where all the houses have their wood burning fireplaces going, the smoke is coming out of the chimneys. Nobody has driven on these roads yet. So the snow is like perfectly white, sparkling, glistening. Um, and we're just really enjoying the simplicity of it, feeling very peaceful and calm and also super excited. Um, so I'm explaining this all to Vince in the positive memory and then Vince um, encourages me to consider where God was with us in that memory. Um, so that's kind of like the second step in positive memory after you find your memory and you explain it out loud and you, you kind of like open your heart back up to feeling all of those things again. So here I am feeling calm and excited and Vince asks where, where might God have been with me? So I take a moment to think about it and I get this image of Jesus sitting in between Jonathan and me in the red truck enjoying the snow and he's sitting like this like the cheesiest uh best way ever to enjoy the snow with us so here's Jonathan and me and Jesus just sitting there watching the beautiful snow um and enjoying in the the silliness of it but the the wonder and the beauty of the snow um so one of my favorites, I still go back to that memory to this day. And I don't know, reliving it with, with Jesus makes it even more fun and special. And the silliness of, of Jesus kind of felt like our best friend, just like hanging out with us in the car, looking at the snow. Absolutely. I love, and, and like you said, it's, it's extremely personal, you know, because you're going back to memories that you've had. And there's something really wonderful about like that um the the like the like you you it's silly you know what i mean um in other memories that we've gone back to that have been positive memories for folks we have had um oh, hi jenny uh we've had uh memories that were uh, uh involving like a song on the radio we've had memories that were um a, a, a memory of mine is uh when my uh, second child was born and i uh went to um pick up my my oldest son to come and take him to meet uh my uh my his new baby brother and uh and it was like all this memory is like full of like bumbling moments and i'm like trying to make it all special because it's like this important moment but my son is three and so he doesn't get it and uh and you know like so things like that are all wrapped up in this returning to a positive memory and then the idea of what you're explaining finding god there uh understanding like where is is god sort of like a bodily presence like you were saying like you you imagine jesus right there with you you know mm -hmm. or is is god like a you know uh more more spiritually present like a is uh is god sort of there you know hovering in the air all around you um and all of those things are great and it's just kind of getting you to ask those questions about your memory uh that uh that sort of open it up and make it more alive 
Um, Anna, you mentioned uh, like kind of talking about like where that comes from is is brain science and and so um, if you um, if you've been a part of our church for a number of years, you may remember that we had. Um, uh, a man named uh, Dr. Carl Lehman uh, come and do a series at our uh, with our community uh, about Emmanuel Prayer. This is uh, one of the people who's helped develop Emmanuel Prayer, and he's actually in the Chicago area. And we, uh, Anna and I, have been able to uh, join him in some mentoring experiences. Uh, so we've built a little bit of a relationship with him, and he's taught us that his his background is in uh, psychiatry, and in and then in uh, his wife is a senior pastor of a church, and so that merger of brain science, uh, psychological health, and prayer and and spiritual health is where he really like shines and 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 has pulled things out. And what he was really interested in developing is something that really like makes sense for how our brains work uh, when we when it comes to a prayer experience. Experience. And so uh, part of the reason that um, Anna, you know, Anna modeled perfectly, I think, what we do in an Emmanuel prayer session, which is uh, fill out the memory, give us the images, you know, tell us, um, oh, what were you feeling in the moment? What were your what were your five senses feeling in the moment? And all of those things. Uh, evidently, when we do that, what happens in our brain is uh, it goes from the place in our brain, the memory where we're like storing things, where we're archiving things, over to the place where we're finding words to express ourselves. And by doing that, it's like making a pathway in your brain. And that memory becomes more like sort of seared in your memory, becomes more real, more alive to you. And all of that is like the point. Like that's why it's so great uh, that it that it gets stuck in there. So yeah, like brain science being behind this is kind of a cool part of Emmanuel prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as Vin said, it's a, by yourself taking the time to reflect on that positive memory and relive it is good for you and, you know, makes you feel thankful again and kind of brings you back to a different season. But then there's even more power with, you know, what's going on in our brains when you're with another person. So that's why yes, this yes, is so yes, yes. great that it's in community because there's even more things going on in our brains when we're sharing it out loud with someone. Um, so that's really cool to, I mean, I think we've all heard that it's important to be thankful and say thank you to people, but like to see that it's all based in brain science is really cool. Um, another thing that Dr. Carl highlights is your relational circuits that, um, you're feeling more connected to like the humans you're with, but then also when you're, when you're in these positive memories with God, it's, you start in a positive memory cause you're, you know, you're more, able to be grateful and then start the connection with God. So then from there, you can kind of talk to God about other things that might be going on or see what else God wants to share with you. Um, but it's, it's just really cool how our brains work and um, how Dr. Carl has so intentionally thought about that and helping us connect with God. This is one of my favorite features of this uh, this approach to prayer is that it does not encourage you to pretend. Uh, and so I think, you know, probably anyone who's been in a church setting and a prayer setting, you know, you want to, gosh, you want to, you're a kind person and you want to be kind to that person who's praying for you. And so it's like, yeah, is it, is it are, are you, you know, like, oh, thank you so much for praying. You know, you would never like, you know, be ungrateful for somebody praying for you, right? Like, that's so kind. They're like sharing a piece of themselves with you. But the, the, you know, the question of like, am I feeling something? Do you know, like, do I, do I genuinely feel 
like my you use the term relational circuits, which is a term that we use that we learned in Emmanuel prayer settings. Are my relational circuits turned on? Do I genuinely feel like, oh yeah, I'm I'm connected with God in this moment? That's actually a really important question in Emmanuel prayer, and it's really important that we don't lie. So like, um, and I wonder if you can like take take us through like uh, how how that question comes up when we're when somebody is facilitating Emmanuel prayer for you. The question of if you're interacting with God. Yeah, like, do you feel God right now? Yeah, I, I think it's like Vince said, it's super important to be honest. And if you're not feeling connected with God, like that's super in, important information as well. The facilitator's job is just to kind of keep prompting you to see if you're connecting with God. Um, and there's been many sessions where I've gotten super distracted and started thinking about, you know, what I'm going to eat after that or just silly things. Um, and so the facilitator really helps um, guide guide you back to the positive memory, um, which is also like the beauty of starting with something that you really enjoy thinking about and remembering. So you can kind of go back there when you're feeling distracted. Um, other questions that the facilitator might ask, um, which Vince is an awesome facilitator, so I hope that if you're interested in trying out the positive memory approach, you get you get to try it out with Vince. But it's kind of like choose your own adventure, um, where the facilitator will give you options of what you might want to do next. Um, and so you feel like you're really in control of the experience, um, which feels safe. So some of the questions the facilitator will ask throughout the session is if you're perceiving God with you, if you're not, then okay, let's go back to the positive memory. Let's go back to the red truck, okay? And the, the facilitator might even like remind you of how it was. Oh, you're in the red truck. The snow's Look falling. Look at the down. snow. The lights are so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Do you do you perceive Jesus there? Is he still you know sitting with you, enjoying the snow? Okay, let's go back there and then um, see what else God might have. Um, another question the facilitator might might uh, prompt you to ask is, how does it feel to be with God? Or how how does how is God how does God feel about being with you? So that's that's been a really powerful question that I've been prompted to ask. Um, yeah, Jesus, how do you feel about being with me? And then it's that's um, for me it's been a pretty overwhelming uh, experience feeling you know in that specific moment how much God loves me um, and then you can, you know, is there anything that you want to express to God? Um, so then you can, you can express things or you could ask God, is there anything you want? Is there anything you have for me right now? And then God can kind of um, take it from there if you're willing to ask him what he might have for you. Um, yeah, I, I think that this, this is one of the things that um, if you're, if you're somebody who feels drawn to the idea of, um, of being able to, um, intuit like uh god's uh, heart for you in a moment like if you're if you're in a, a situation of like uh wondering what to do next about something or if you're at a transition point or a tension point uh in your life and it feels really difficult for you to be like uh, i just you know like it yes in theory i want to hear from god you know what would god want me to do but that feels really difficult to do and when i've tried to pray it's not 
nothing's happened. Uh, I think Emmanuel Prayer is a really interesting approach to to experiment with because of this element of uh, as as Anna has explained. There's it's facilitated for you by somebody else, and and sometimes we even do that in a group setting. And I wonder, Anna, if I can kind of transition us to talk a little bit more about like the the mechanics of how it looks. Like when we when we have Emmanuel Prayer sessions at this church, we, we you and I were part of a group as as you mentioned a handful of others that were part of a group last year and we we did this um uh multiple times and so i'm just curious if you could like explain how that goes and uh and what it looks like when this is happening in a group and what like what feel maybe that feels a little bit vulnerable right because we're going to personal memories but there's also some real power in that um so yeah how what does it look like when we do this at brownland mm -hmm. yeah so the way we've done it at brownland in the past is there's typically maybe like five people in a group and um, we would meet like once a month or every three weeks, um, however that worked out. Um, but each, each week there's just one person who's, um, receiving the prayer or kind of going in their positive memories. Um, there's a facilitator and then the other three people are there, um, praying silently and observing. Um, and I've actually found the group setting to be really helpful. Um, I think having more people kind of help hold that space, um, a little bit more and for me it almost feels a little less vulnerable than just to be sharing those positive memories or you know or whatever i'm thinking about that day with just one person um so i think the group setting yeah, yeah. is really powerful in that way um also after the session um after the facilitator closes in prayer the other people who are observing get a chance to share anything they noticed and that's almost um one of my favorite parts because they maybe notice things that I didn't notice in the in the session. So it's um, kind of like a bonus afterwards to to pick up on other things that um, maybe I was sharing or God was doing that I wasn't aware of. Um, and then when it's not your turn to be receiving the prayer, it's super cool to see God working in someone else's life um, and just to I don't know, as cheesy as it sounds, it's like have the Bible stories come to life. You know how Jesus was with people in, in biblical times and now he's still with us in our lives. Um, yeah, it feels like uh, if you grew up going to Sunday school, like the typical answer, Jesus, and Jesus loves you. But to see <laughs> it, like in people's day-to-day -day lives. Right, because it's not really it's not cheesy. It's not faked. It's it's like legitimate. Like they're, we're not moving on until somebody feels that. And wow, when they do feel that, it really like they're being honest. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think we all benefit even if you're not the one being prayed for that day. Um, so the group setting is is really powerful and I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I completely agree. Actually, um, I I sometimes feel like because my mind is constantly racing, I'm such like an interior person myself. Um, being in a group setting where I am, I'm, I'm just observing, so I'm not facilitating and I'm not the one who's being led in prayer is actually amazing because I, it's just quiet and I, I you know, like I'm, I, I'm sort of with others. So there's like some accountability built in, right? So you're not like, you're not like looking off to the side, you're not like checking your phone, you know, and, uh, and there's something about that, that like kind of holds me and it's just perfect amount of boundaries to be like, wow. When I slow down, even though this person is the person who's being led in prayer, I feel like I'm having this um, rich connection with God during this time. So I've totally had lots of amazing connections with God when it's actually not about me at all. And that's been really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think just the the approach really 
allows you and encourages you to be super mindful and present, um, yes. which, yeah. which feels really good because normally there's a million things going on in my mind. I'm seeing my to-do list, you know, things I'm needing to do next. Um, and so just being able to go back to a happy memory or listen to someone else's happy memory, it's, it's a really awesome opportunity to slow down and yeah, the, the group setting also has ended up being, I think, um, a way for people to, I mean, to really build some, um, some friendship and connection with other human beings. Um, I, I certainly have experienced, I've, I think I've been a part of now three or four different groups that have done this together. And you, you build a lot of connection with people because you're, you're in, for example, we're, we're in a confidentiality agreement together. You know, one of the things that we talk about when we do a group like this, because we're going to very personal things and maybe they're very personal memories or maybe the content of like, what is troubling us? Like once we have that connection with God, what might God do with that? What might God say? Where, uh, how might God encourage us? Or how might God be wanting to, I don't know, you know transform us in some way? That can be really personal stuff. And so we start every Emmanuel prayer group setting with uh, confidentiality. And so, you know, you're just kind of like to be in that space, you, you know, you're looking at these other people and you think, okay, we're, you know, we're going there together and I can be safe to do that because I know that my story won't be talked about without permission. And, uh, and yet when we do that, like, I, I just think of how powerful it's been. Like when I get a text from somebody that I've been in an Emmanuel prayer group before with, and they like, tell me, oh, this thing that just happened reminded me of that memory that we went to when you do you remember that. And I was, oh my gosh, that's so great. Like, I, I, I love that I got to be invited in that. And I have this like little fly on the wall experience for that person's life. Again, awesome for them. That's why they texted in the first place. But that is that that's like a I, I mean that the whole relational circuits thing. Suddenly like I'm activated and I'm thinking about like, oh gosh, like I, I feel like God could be right there for me. Or I'm thinking about a memory that I went to, and that turns, you know, the relational circuits on and readies me for being connecting as I move to the next thing in my life. I mean, I the, all all of the um all of the benefits of uh of doing this with a group of people are not just the experience itself it it kind of lives outside of that as well mhm mm yeah for sure another a shout out to kim she took notes when it was my session that's oh, another yeah. benefit of the group setting is that um if you feel comfortable someone can kind of take notes on like what what's going on in the session um so it's really been fun for me to be able to go back and read a little bit more of what I was saying or what I felt God was saying to me. Um, and so that's, the facilitator doesn't have the capacity to write that down as well. So the group setting allows allows someone to, to write down what's going on. Yeah, I, I mean, one last thing I'm thinking about just in, in terms of how we do, um, how we do this here. Um, one thing I, I've thought about is that uh, the, um, the the memories that we end up going to um will be uh i, I remember uh being encouraged the first time i was led in prayer emmanuel prayer was that the memories that we go to uh, like, you know, what, what the question is like, what do I go to? Do I go to something that was recent? Do I go to something that was like when I was a kid? Do I go to something when I like that's, uh, if I, can I go to the same memory twice? Like if I do a manual prayer once or, or another time. And, um, and I, I'm curious, um, in, you know, like you talk about this, this memory in the red truck with, with Jesus watching the, the, the snow with you, um, 
what have you learned about like um, what to do with like that that open ended question of what's a positive memory that you can start with? Yeah, um, I think that's an important question because in the beginning when I when I had my first few experiences, I felt a lot of pressure. I'm like, I need to find this like perfect memory that's going to help me connect with God in this amazing way because I saw other people do that. So <laughs> a lot of pressure, put, like a lot of pressure, which yeah um and so i've learned throughout the few experiences i've had is that you could really go to any memory because for we believe that god's with us all the time he was with us in all of our happy memories or um so i have gone back to the red truck a few times which is really fun but i've also gone to other memories and and other times i've maybe felt god more and like an all around me sense, not a Jesus, um, a bodily, um, Jesus in his bodily form. Um, so I've been able to go to different memories and um, I hope if, if you're interested in trying it, you don't put as much pressure on the situation as I did. You can just kind of relax and um, whatever comes to your mind is, is totally good and doesn't need to be anything specific. I love that. I think that's really important that you are not pressurizing the experience when you come into a situation like Emmanuel Prayer, because you will quickly discover that the whole point of the experience is to remove all of the pressures, like remove that that sense of like, oh, I, I need to I need to say that it's working so that we can move forward. There, there's actually like um, uh, I wonder, Anna, if you can if you can speak a little bit to like what once we say we're getting to that point where we feel like, oh, yeah, like I'm feeling connected with God. Um, and that's really great. So we can move on to the next thing. What are some of the options that we might go to in Emmanuel Pressures? And you, you mentioned like some questions that might that that a facilitator might ask us as we're trying to figure out that connection. But what might happen after that? Um, because I, I, I suppose I want to hear because I think th I'm going to give away the the you know, the this is the spoiler alert. There's no pressure. It can go anywhere. But anyway, Anna, where could we go? To go anywhere. <laughs> um, well, before the session starts, the facilitator will ask you if you have any specific intentions or anything like that you'd like to bring to prayer, um, which is great, but it's also totally great if you don't have anything, um, anything specific on your mind. And I've had both experiences and I had something that I was nervous about or anticipating and I wanted to bring that to prayer and other times where I was just like, wherever wherever you want to lead me, God, type of thing. Um, and I've had really powerful experiences um, in both in both ways. Love it, love it, very cool. Um, uh, any, do you have any more thoughts? Like, I'm, I'm just thinking about like this idea, uh, that general um, topic of like how this looks at Brownland, a anything that we didn't uh, pick up before we move to one last question? Mm, let's see, I think we covered a lot of it. Um, I think another benefit of, of the group setting is that you can, it's a safe space to, to try it out and you don't have to, um, most people who try it out, it's their first time um, with that approach and you can just relax because the facilitator will really guide you through what, what kind of questions you could consider asking. Um, Vince gave me the opportunity to try being a facilitator myself, which was, um, I was nervous, but um, I think it was pretty cool to be a facilitator and realize that I'm really not doing the work. I'm just trying to help yeah. that person talk to God. Um, so that was a really powerful experience for me to realize that 
I'm just giving him options. So I have like my list of questions that I could um, suggest Vince to ask. And then it's just that person talking to God um, and being mindful in that moment. So um, yeah, anybody- Yeah, you did a great job. You did an awesome job facilitating for me. So I I appreciated that. Um, Yeah, I I suppose one last thing I, I guess that came to mind as you were saying, as you were talking there is that um, we uh, pulled this off during the pandemic. Um, I have been, I have been in settings where we're actually meeting together and holding that that space of uh, one person being led in prayer by a facilitator, and we're all there, um, a part of it. I've I've done that in person, but we've also been able to pull it off on Zoom. And I mean, to me, it it worked fantastically, and and it seemed like that was the case for everybody in the group that there was no. There was no challenge with the idea. I, I mean, one one of one of the people who was joining us was not even in Chicago. We had we had a handful of people in Chicago, or two of the people I think, right? We had a, we had three people in Chicago, and then two people who were who were very far away, <laughs> and we did it on Zoom. Yeah, that was a good point, Vince. Yeah, doing it virtually versus in person, I think, are both wonderful experiences, and the virtual is super flexible. Yeah. Uh, so the last question that you and I had talked about um, batting around is another one that's important to uh, both of us, I think, on this is that we're talking about a specific approach to prayer that we uh, that we have happen in group settings here in our church. But beyond just those sessions themselves, uh, our sense is that like having experiences with Emmanuel prayer, with this connecting with a positive memory, finding God in that connection or in that memory, and then really feeling like our relational circuits turn on. We're we're ready to have a a moment where we actually feel connected with God. We're ready to our relational circuits are on when we like leave that experience and go and talk to our roommate or a friend or a, a family member. Like we're suddenly like more compassionate and more present, you know, there are all of these benefits and all of these uh, transformations that I think that I've experienced as a result of having Emmanuel uh, prayer sessions that have nothing to do with actually Emmanuel prayer sessions themselves. And I'm curious if we can like talk about that a little, like it, it kind of rewires you when you lean into this. So um, yeah, Anna, how, how has being a part of Emmanuel prayer sessions rewired the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Well, like you're saying about the relational circuits, I think that's been a concept that I've been able to apply in my day-to-day life. Um, I don't know if it was Dr. Carl or someone else at Brownline that gave this advice years ago that I've I've held on to, and it's been really powerful of, say you're going to meet up with a friend for coffee. Before you go meet up with that person, you can kind of already get your relational circuits turned on. Um, and so what that looks like is so I'm meeting up with a friend. Before I meet up with that friend, I'll stop and remember some of the memories we've had with I've had with that friend. Um, maybe think about why that person's important to me. And then I'm already feeling connected to that person when I'm not there yet. And then when I get to the coffee shop or whatever we're gonna do, then I'm already ready to be present and connect with that person. Um, so I don't do that all the time, but when I do, it's it's really helpful um, and just kind of yeah stopping to reflect on that relationship helps you be more present with them in that moment. I love that one so much. That is such a, I mean, all of that is from the brain science that I learned doing Emmanuel prayer sessions is the, you know, like it, it actually takes 
re uh, going over that same circuitry over and over and over again every time you remember something every time you remember fondly a person or a happening with somebody it it once again goes over the same circuitry and that makes it more real it makes it more come alive to you uh you can you can access it more uh more readily the next time and it really does have an effect on your demeanor it has an effect on your mood it has an effect on how ready you feel to 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 be connected um in the same vein uh, I, 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 and maybe it was the same time you and I were listening to the same person, but I remember being encouraged, um, a great thing to do with your partner. Um, if you're looking to connect, if you have a date night or you have nothing to do or something like that is to look at pictures together. Um, and you know, it's something that you kind of do unthinkingly in the social media world, but, um, but taking a moment to just like genuinely look at pictures together and remember things. Um, I think about how I end up doing this absentmindedly with my kids all the time. Like they're just like, <laughs> I think one of my, my three-year-old's favorite things to, or two-year-old is favorite things to say is like, show me pictures, daddy, show me pictures. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're on the phone again. But then I think about that experience. I'm like, wait actually like looking at pictures, remembering things, asking her, you know, even her two-year-old brain can like go back and be like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and this happened, and that's all really good. Like that's turning on her relational circuits and it's turning on my relational circuits and we're connecting with each other. And then you think about that and you add the God element to it of like, where where was God? Like I, I, I mean, this is sort of only kind of related, but it's, a, it's another thing I've learned from Emmanuel is, um, if, uh, if one of my kids are feeling scared in the middle of the night, like they had a nightmare or something like that, one of the things that we often do, uh, if I'll come in and I'll, and I'll try to help them, you know, come back to a place of calm is I'll ask them about their day and say, do you remember that really fun thing that happened earlier with, when your sister did that and you were laughing so much and, and, you know, just try to get them out of whatever's like, whatever's like cycling in their brain that's scaring them. And sometimes it works and we'll start talking about that thing, you know, in hushed voices while they're trying to sleep and their siblings are trying to sleep in the next bed. And, and then we'll eventually what I might ask in a situation like that is where do you think God was? And, and, you know, and sometimes it'll be, Oh, God was laughing with us or, you know, and, 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 and just, just trying that little bit. I mean, like that's not Emmanuel prayer in terms of like the sessions that we talked about earlier, but it's using what I've learned in Emmanuel prayer to help in a moment. And I tell you, it really like, those, those are the, those are the moments that I, I, I don't feel not proud of my parenting. Those are the moments I feel proud of my parenting. Another, another thing in my day-to-day -day life is, um, since, you know, you're going back to positive memories in, in the prayer approach, um, in my day-to-day -day life, when I'm having a really good moment, I try to be really aware and like fully present in that moment um, so that, you know, it could be a positive memory I go to in the future. So I'm really trying to, it just helps me be more mindful, but you know, oh, how am I feeling right now? What's going on? What do I smell? What do I feel? Um, what am I hearing? And so it helps me in that moment. And then even sometimes I'm like, oh, where is God with me right now? Um, so I'm able to enjoy the present more, but also, um, yeah, be ready to use that in the future in a positive memory. I love that. I, I Another thing that I think um, Emmanuel Prayer has helped me is just kind of this like, uh, where the name comes from, this insistence that God is with us already and at all times. And I do, I do think that, um, 
this gets back to, I, I suppose, something that I, I bring up fairly regularly when we talk about God here at Brownline, which is this idea that like we we kind of have this, most of us have this conventional picture of God, that God is high up in the sky or out in the future and pulling the strings. And if we want to connect with God, we have to decipher the code for like, what is God's mysterious will for the universe and for my life, and then we'll feel God. And this just like totally goes against that. This, the, all of this is like, God is in the present. God is where you are right now. God is not out somewhere else, you know, like trying to, you know, that you have to like trick yourself into finding God. God is right where you are in the current moment. God is experiencing the present with you. And that's where God wants to be. God wants to be with you. And it, it all comes back to this, uh, I think like what we, even the prayer practice that we started today with of, um, there, God's love is more important than God's like, you know, power to control the universe. Like, like the, the, where, where is God? God is right there with you. God is right there in those moments that you're going back to. And God is with you in the moment that, of remembering. And, uh, and, there, and in either one of those places, you might uh, discover if you pay attention that I am not so far off from the connection that I'm desiring. I'm not so far off from like the the uh, wisdom for the for the thing that is so frustrating me, and I'm not sure what to do about. Um, I think I've been rewired as a result of having these experiences because all of this is it, it's not trying to decipher some code. It's not trying to you know lean into uh, super mysterious experiences. It's more just saying let's get down into like the most concrete thing that you that you can get to a memory of something great that happened, and then discover that like God was there, and just like God was there, God can be here to speak to whatever pressing question you have in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think realizing that like God's not always so serious, um, and like you can have fun with God. I've I've gone kayaking with Jesus. I've walked with Jesus in the woods. I've baked cookies with Jesus. I love uh, this. It's great. Yeah, I think just realizing that like Jesus, God really likes to just spend time with us. And what so when I I think another application is like when I feel really connected to myself and what I really like to do. I'm really connecting with God in those moments. So um, some of the sessions have been, you know, I've, I have been felt like I've gotten healing in other moments. I just felt like I had fun with God. Um, And so it's, it's kind of whatever you need in that moment. I think God knows. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Another, another, I think, um, recommendation toward the open-endedness of this prayer experience, you know, in, in one sense, it's very specific. It has a distinct approach. We're doing certain things. Um, you know, you're, it happens with a facilitator. Um, but then in another way, it's, it's super open-ended, you know, like that it can go anywhere. Like you said, like that one of the, one of the things that we do when we practice this here is it begins with the facilitator asking like, you know, what do you, uh, what do you want today out of this experience? And that can be anything. It can be the answer to a pressing question. It can be just to like, my gosh, I just feel so exhausted. Can I, can I have a moment to slow down? Sure. That's a great intention for an Emmanuel prayer uh, session. Um, one last thing, just because because uh, we're talking about like the you know beyond uh, how how this affects our everyday life, um, I'm curious if in your own prayer times, so like Anna having nothing to do with um, sitting down with a facilitator or doing something that was planned with a group of people, but just your own prayer life, how has going through manual experiences it, does it change the way that you pray on your own? 
Yeah, it definitely has. Um, I think I've learned that, you know, God's really relatable and that he's with me. And so even if I maybe am not feeling super connected, I can still go back to that, um, that belief that he is with me. Um, and so that's been really helpful. And then just, I don't know, being able to dialogue with God more in like the simple moments, it doesn't have to be some really serious or calm reflective space. It can just be, um, more like on the go prayer, um, has been, has been something that I've taken from it. Yeah, that's really good. Now, um, I, I do think that there is a pressure that many of us will feel to that experiences of hearing God or experiences of feeling God guide us or lead us or, or be close to us have to be like mountaintop experiences, right? They either have to be this in, you know, un, um, unrepeatable moment that was just so out of the ordinary or, or it has to be that, you know, like intensely peaceful, nobody's bothering me. It was, you know, just like so perfect. And certainly we, it's great to have those experiences, right? Like I hope with it, we do have that kind of moment where you're out in creation and it's just like, oh my God, God, you know, it would be great to have those. But also this is a way, I think for for me, one of the things that I've taken away from having a manual prayer experiences and then letting that ch change the way that I pray on my own is like, if somebody asks me, when's the last time you had a powerful experience of God? I'm not saying like, oh, well, that that time I was out in the wilderness and it was 10 years ago and this is what happened. I, I think more often I'm answering like, oh, like last Tuesday. There was, yeah, that was pretty nice because I'm not looking for, I, I don't need it to have the expectations to be this like otherworldly thing. It can just be like, oh, no, no, I, like I really felt connected with God the other day after I woke up super stressed and had a headache and then the headache started to dissipate and I took a shower and I felt better and I had some clarity for the day and it really felt like God was in that experience. It just, it felt like God was with me there. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. One, one of the most recent prayer experiences I've had Emmanuel prayer experiences. Um, I, there was something about work that was weighing heavy on me. And, um, I think towards the end of the prayer session, um, Vince led me to ask, you know, is there anything else you have for me, God? Um, and two cool things happened within like the last three minutes of the session was one of the things that happened was that God kind of like, as if like I was, he was flipping through a photo album of like mem recent memories, like simple memories that um, had moments that had just happened um, and felt like God was showing me, like I was with you in all of those moments. Um, so that was pretty cool to have that um, flip book memory um, session and like, oh yeah, okay, God's with me and all the simple things. And then the other thing that I felt God do is show me my my van and like the route I take to work, getting on Lakeshore Drive and and heading to my school. Um, and kind of, I felt like, I'm sitting in the passenger seat with you when you're going to school. Um, whatever is going on that's on your mind, like I'm with you. And so sometimes, I mean, I take that route every day. Sometimes when I'm getting on the curve on Lakeshore Drive, I remember I'm like, oh yeah, okay, God's with me right now. Um, not that I am saying any specific prayer, but I'm like just reminded that God is with me on my way to school that day. Um, and that happened in Emmanuel prayer that I've, it's kind of stuck with me. That's fantastic. It's like another thing that, you know, there's a, there's a, a path in your brain that has just been um, wired in. And every time you remember it, it, wired in, it wires in a little bit more. Uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, 
Well, let me do some some kind of like housekeeping on this. Is if if this is intriguing to you, if you are somebody who uh, feels attracted to the the types of prayer experiences that we're talking uh, about, or attracted to like the maybe maybe you're not sure how you feel about it. Maybe it feels I'm not sure. I've never done that before. But you're attracted to the results of like I would really like to be in a space where I can more readily say that I connected with God and I don't have to pretend, but I can actually say that because I felt it. Um, if you're a particularly visual person, um, I think Emmanuel prayer can be wonderful for you. There's, there's lots of, uh, I think it's, it's a good cross section for, for many people. It may not feel like the right choice for you. And that's totally cool too. It is not the only way to pray, but it is one that many in our church have found a lot out of. And so, uh, we, uh, want to, uh, once again, offer some group experiences. And so we have a group that will be starting up in the new year, probably January, February, uh, time. And we're looking forward to that. That group is going to be on zoom. If we have a fair amount of interest, uh, we would uh, we would happily start up two groups and and uh, and and shoot for that. So what I'm doing is going to put on the screen here a QR code, which is our general catch-all if you're interested in small group experiences for our church. One of the things that's on here is just a little message box, and you can say. I want to be a part of an Emmanuel prayer group experience. Totally great. You can do it that way. Or if there are other things, uh, different ways that community happens in smaller groups here that uh, that are uh, attractive to you as you kind of look at this list. It, it's just basically telling us what you're interested in. What do you want? Uh, and then uh, uh, our pastors uh, here at the church will follow up with you so that we can grab coffee and hear more about that and then make sure that we're connecting you with the right experience. So. Uh, Please follow that uh, QR code and uh, fill out that, especially if you're interested in Emmanuel prayer. Um, with with all of that, like I just feel like we 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 talked so much about something that's so cool and and special to both me and Anna. And I wondered, uh, Anna, if you would do a sort of modified prayer for us of of leading, maybe learning from some of the Emmanuel facilitation um, to take us into an experience of quiet here and prayer uh, as we close. Sure, I'd love to. All right, well, if you're interested in, in trying it with us this morning, that's great. If you're looking for just a, a quiet moment to take some deep breaths, that's great too. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try leading us in a, a shortened um, Emmanuel prayer approach. So pray with me. Um, dear God, I thank you for the Brownline community. God, I thank you for this um, space this morning to slow down and um, connect with each other and, and to connect with you. I thank you for, thank you that you are Emmanuel and you're God with us. Um, and um, I pray that you would guide us to uh, a positive memory this morning, those of us who are um, open to trying that. I Pray that you would help us feel connected. So right now I'm just gonna give us some space. Um, if you're open to trying it, just um, allow a positive memory to come into mind and I'll just leave some space for you to, to sift through your memories.
Doesn't have to be any specific perfect memory. If you're having a hard time, why don't you think of something this past week that um, felt good to you or you felt connected? God, I pray over the Brown Line community as, as um, some may be thinking about positive memories. I pray that you would um, highlight it and amplify their experience in that memory. If you're hoping to try it this morning and you haven't settled on one, I encourage you to try to just focus on one memory right now. And I'm gonna try to lead you into, um, into your memory again and, and to feel that you're living in it. Um, so consider thinking about remembering what you could see when you were in this memory. Focus on details such as what, what could you smell or is there anything you could hear in this moment? Who are you with? Perhaps think about how are you feeling in that moment? And if you're open to it, um, consider this question, where, where is God in this memory? Perhaps it's a more spiritual experience, God's all around you. Perhaps you feel um, a physical presence of, of perhaps Jesus with you. Um, just allow some space to consider. And if you're not open to that, just enjoy this positive memory that you had. It was so wonderful. Um, allow those feelings that you had in that moment to, to come back to, to mind. And I encourage you to just be aware of whatever is coming into your awareness. Um, God, I thank you that you are, you're with us. Thank you for these memories that are being called to mind right now.
Now you have a few options, um, so choose what feels right for you. One thing you could do right now is to just continue enjoying reliving this awesome memory, allowing the thankfulness in your heart to, to swell up. Another option you could do is to express your gratitude to God for this moment. And the third option is to ask God, is there anything you have for me right now? So I'm gonna leave space, um, whichever option feels right for you. Um, I don't want to interrupt anything good that's happening. So if you feel that you're really connecting with yourself or with God in this moment, just continue to enjoy. But I'm going to close the rest of us in prayer. Um, God, I, I thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for all these wonderful memories that have come to mind. Thank you that you were with us then. You're with us now. And I ask that you would help us to be more aware of your presence with us the rest of today and the rest of this holiday season. Thank you for the way that you know us so personally and, and you love us. Amen.